Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer today. So glad to have you along. My name's Tom Short. We get into the word of God here every day. We love it. We want to learn it. We want to know it. We know it has the capacity to transform our lives, and that's what we want. We all want to be getting better, loving God more, learning what pleases Him, growing in our faith, growing in our Christ-like character. These are all things we're after. So if you're after that, I'm glad you're here. I hope you join us every day, and so we're glad to have you along. So today we've been talking here this week about this process of spiritual transformation. And in 2 Peter chapter 1, he says that in your faith, as we come to Christ, supply moral excellence in your moral excellence knowledge. We learn the Word of God. In your knowledge, self-control, self-control, perseverance. In your perseverance, godliness. In your godliness, brotherly kindness. In your brotherly kindness, Christian love. And so this is this process that we go through in life, and we're all in different places in it. And it's not like we ever fully arrive, but we are in this cycle, arriving, arriving in greater and greater depths of Christian love as God grows us. I want to talk this morning about this area of knowledge. Yesterday was an important message. I hope you caught it. If not, make sure you go back and listen to it. Go to my, just search Tom the Preacher on YouTube, and you can find all of the messages. Yesterday, we talked about how important it is to prepare our hearts to receive the Word of God, and how necessary it is that we put aside anger, bitterness, malice, slander, deceit, hypocrisy, envy, these things that make our heart hard, and it's like sowing seed on ground that's not been plowed. We want to have our heart plowed, sensitive, and able to receive the seed of God's Word. Well, today I want to talk about how do you learn the Bible? Have you ever wondered about that? Have you ever kind of struggled with, well, I wish I knew my Bible better. And I know if you love the Bible, we all want to learn it better. And you say, well, are there techniques? And often we're trying to improve the technique, find a new technique, a a better way of Bible study. I'd like to give you the five things that have worked best for me. And they're simple. Years ago, I was challenged, why don't you look at how the Bible says to learn the Bible? What an interesting concept. What does the Bible say about how to learn the Bible? Today, if we we want to learn the Bible, we think of maybe going to a Bible school or seminary. We think of different programs we can take part in, all of which are fine per se, but what does the Bible say? And this guided my life significantly in how I made the choices I did, and it's why I know the Bible the way I do today. So let's look at what the Bible says. And I just call this simply getting a grip on the Word of God, and I must give credit to the navigators for coming up with this illustration that was on the early thumbnail, uh, getting a grip of the hand. Here we go. Number one, we hear. We want to hear the Word of God. We want to hear people teach it. In Acts chapter 2, verse 42, it says they were continually devoted to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to breaking of bread, and to prayer. They were listening. And this is an important thing, to hear good people teaching the Word. Now, yesterday we talked about the importance of finding teachers who are living what they're doing. We don't want to be learning from people who are hypocrites. We don't want to be learning from people who are, you know, living a double life, secretly scandalous. 
We want to learn from people who are applying the Word of God because that's who God will give wisdom, understanding, and insight to those people. And they will, and we will in time, Jesus said in Luke chapter 6, you will become like your teachers. So you don't want to, if, if they're a hypocrite, not doing what they teach, you don't want to become a hypocrite. If they're living a scandalous life, a double life, you don't want to be a scandalous, get involved in a scandal. You want to find people who are uh, more, more important than their giftedness, more important than their persuasiveness, more important than their, their charisma. Do they have an anointing of God that seems to come from an obedience and a, that God has blessed? That's number one. Secondly, you want to read it for yourself. Roman, uh, Revelation chapter one, verse three, blessed are those who, blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and heed the things which are written in it for the time is near. Yes, indeed. You want to read the Bible. I encourage you to just read the Bible. Have some time in which you, in fact, maybe you have a plan. A lot of people have a read the Bible through in a year plan. Personally, I've not been real big on that personally, simply because I read slower and I don't read uh, as, you know, I, I, I always have trouble keeping up and I find when I have those plans, I'm just trying to get through it personally. But I know a lot of people who are faithful with it, including my wife, people who have these plans, read through the Bible, and God uses that in their life. And so that is some sort of thing you might want to have. But read the Bible. Read the Bible. You can read it. Remember, we talked yesterday, plow your heart, ask God to instruct you. A lot of people feel they can't, they try and they, they don't understand the Bible. Well, there might be parts that are hard to understand, you know, like the, some, you know, maybe how the tabernacle was constructed and what fabrics were used and, or the genealogy or some, some aspects of the law that may be difficult to understand. But find parts, and I encourage you regularly to know those parts of the Bible that really speak to your soul, speak to your heart, your favorite books in the New Testament, your favorite books in Psalms or Proverbs or some of the stories, and read those. Just read them, and God will bless that. Third thing you can do, study the Bible. I think of uh, Acts chapter 17, 11. Now, these were more noble-minded these were the Bereans, and they were more noble-minded than those in Thessalonica, for they received the word with great eagerness, examining the Scriptures daily to see whether these things were so. How interesting is this? They were getting in the Word of God every day. They were examining it every day. They were receiving it to see whether these things were so. They weren't approaching it with a deep skepticism. Paul had come, and he was preaching the gospel. They were comparing what he, they were learning to the Scriptures. They, they showed him respect. They weren't just going to blindly follow, but they were receiving what he said, but checking it with the Scripture. They were examining the Scripture. I like this. They examined the Scripture. We look deeply into it. We see what does it really see. We don't want to have a surface reading of it. Uh, Ezra, in Ezra 17, it says, he set his heart to study the Word of God, to study the law of God. And we want to be people who study. Now, here's the thing about study. It takes time. It takes time to study, and you want to do that. There are good tools out there. We live in a time unlike ever before. When we used to have, when, when I was younger and we'd study the Bible, we'd use a concordance, for instance, big, thick book. But now all that, you just type it in your word search, 
anywhere, good Bible programs or Google itself, you can find a verse in no time that, that we used to have these big books to study it. You can find the Greek or the Hebrew easily. I like the, the program blueletterbible.com, but there's, there's plenty of good ones out there. We used to have big Bible dictionaries. Now you can just, again, you, it, you, it's all in the software. And so I encourage you, go a little deeper. Study some words. Find some key words that are meaningful to you and study them. Look at them. Examine them. There are key words about, uh, study key words, study key themes, study themes of books. These are all ways you can be learning the Bible. It takes time. But the tools are available like never before to dig deeper and find out what's really there. Fourth thing you can do to get a grip on the Word of God is you memorize it. Now, a lot of people don't like this word because you talk about work. Memorization is work for most people. I know a lot of people have little, a little card. They write their Bible verse on it, and they, you know, like a flashcard. They look at it, and they review it. They look at it, close their, close their eyes, see how much they can remember it. And they, they study it. It's work, but it's work worthwhile. It's worthwhile work. I think of Jesus. You know, when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, how did he respond? Three times the devil tempted him, and three times he responded, it is written. And he had Scripture memorized. He didn't go say, well, let me go find a Torah. He was out in the wilderness. He didn't have, they didn't have little pocket Bibles or they didn't have a Bible on their phone in those days. He had it, he had it stored up in his heart. And, he, and when the time of testing came, it was on his heart and it was on his lips. And so he memorized Scripture. Really what the Bible says is simply remember. There's many, many verses on I just chose Proverbs 3.1. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. If you forget it, how can you keep it? If you forget what was said, if you forget what was what was what you learned, you can't be keeping it. So we are to not forget it, we are to remember it. There's different methods. the flashcard method is one way, the you know keeping a journal is one way, taking notes. I in church, my wife and I, we always take notes. I'm surprised at the number of people who sit in church and they never take notes. And I'm thinking, wow, what if something good was said early on in the sermon? And five minutes later, something else good is said. And then something else good is said. How are you going to remember? How are you going to remember if you don't write it down? And so to me, even just listening attentively and writing it down helps me remember and solidify the things I'm learning. Remember God's word. The final. The final thing we do is we meditate on the Word of God. Joshua 1, 8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Notice, keep talking about it. Don't, stop, don't let it leave your mouth. Keep talking about it. Shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you'll make your way prosperous, and then you will have success. Meditation is the process of application. Meditation is saying, okay, in light of all that I've heard, read, learned, memorized, how does this apply to me? What do I do about this? How do I put it into practice? Now, interestingly, one of the great ways to meditate is to talk about it. 
I don't know about you, but I always find that when I share God's word, it's like I get a new application or new ideas come to my mind or new things that I should be doing. Another great way is to journal. If you want some help on journaling, on my uh, on my page here on YouTube, on the second row down where it says never gets old, there's a video on how to journal from the scripture. It's called the SOAP method. I might refer you to that if you'd want to if you want to be journaling and writing. It's a simple method that for me has worked. Some journaling methods have not worked. They're too difficult. They're too complex. They take too much time. The SOAP method is a simple method that has helped me stay faithful in the Word of God. Okay? So, these are some things you do. And if you do this, you'll get a grip. You'll get a grip. And that's how important it is. Shall we say you... You hold on to the word. You don't, if you just, the, the key is that thumb, the meditation so that you can apply it. Some people study the Bible. Some people read the Bible. Some people hear it. Some only do one of two of them. And if you do that, you don't have much of a grip on the Bible, do you? I mean, if you're only holding your Bible like with two fingers, you're going to drop it. If all you're doing is hearing it, you're going to not have a good grip. If you're not, you've got to get all four fingers and then that final, that thumb where you're practicing it, you're meditating on it to obey it, then you have a grip and that devil's not going to be able to pull that Bible out of your hand. You'll be strong with the Word of God. Amen? Father, we thank you for this, the Bible. It is a treasure. It's worth more than thousands of silver and gold pieces for it's the very Word of God. Indeed, it is our life. And Father, we know we're tested on this. We know we live in a world where all kinds of people seem to have so much life without the Bible, but we know true life is found not in what we get, but it's found in our relationship with you. You are the vine, we're the branches. Life comes from you, and we know that. And we thank you for the wonderful Word of God. We thank you for the Scripture. We thank you that makes us adequate, complete, able to perform anything we're to do in life. We thank you for this. We believe this, and we want to learn it, Lord. We pray that you'd help us to be good hearers of the Word, good readers of the Word, good studiers of the Word, good memorizers, remembering what you said, and teach us, O Lord, how to meditate so we can be careful to do all that's said in it, for then we'll make our way prosperous. Then we'll have success. I pray this blessing for every person here, Lord. Thank you. They've shown they want to learn the Word. That's why they come here each day. And I pray, Lord, that we would be people strong, mighty in the Word, and we'd overcome the evil one because we are strong and the Word of God abides in us. Thank you. We bless you and we love you. We pray these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, I love the Bible. It has had such an effect on my life, and I know it's having an effect on your life as well. I want to thank you for those who are here who come day after day. I'm so encouraged to be seeing how some of your lives are changing. I know that happens. The Word of God's changed my life. I know it changed yours too. I'm so happy to have the chance to pass it on. If you're new, welcome. We're glad you're here. I, may, I hope to subscribe, hit the notify button, like the video, leave a comment in the, in the below, and tell me who you are, where you're from, something of this nature. I'd love to know who you are. And also, um, share with your friends. Let's, let's uh, if, if you're blessed by these times, bless some others. Post on your social media, uh, drop an email, tell a friend, whatever it is, okay? 
So God bless you. I'm so glad to have you along. And until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord make you strong, mighty in the Word of God. Might you meditate on that Word so that you're careful to do what's in it, and then you're making your way prosperous. Then you have success. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you guys. Bye-bye.